Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. 100 questions and answers regarding Aqidah and Tawheed. Compiled by Sheikh Abdul Aziz Ibn Muhammad Ash-Sha'lan, head of the Cooperative Office for Da'wah and Guidance, Al-Aziziyah, Riyadh, KSA. Part 2, page 14. In the name of Allah, the most merciful, the bestower of mercy. Question number one. Why do we study Tawheed? Answer. Tawheed is the foundation of our Iman. Tawheed is the foundation of our Iman. Allah created both jinn and mankind to worship him upon Tawheed. He sent messengers and revealed divine books to convey the message of Tawheed. He created the paradise and fire for the people of Tawheed and Shirk respectively. He categorized people into Muslims and non-Muslims based on their acceptance of Tawheed. Allah the Majestic said, I did not create jinn nor mankind except to worship me alone. Quran chapter 51 verse 56. Question 2. From where do we take our aqidah, Islamic belief? Answer. Our aqidah is deduced from the Quran, Sunnah, and what the Salaf of this Ummah agreed upon. Question 3. What are the three principles which we are obliged to know regarding which we will be questioned in the grave? Answer. We must know our Lord, our religion, and our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him. Question 4. Who is your Lord? Answer, my Lord is Allah who sustains me and sustains creation with his blessings. He is the only one who I worship. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah the Most High. All praise is for Allah the Lord of creation. Question number five. How do you know of your Lord? Answer. I know him through his signs and creation. His signs include the night, the day, the sun, and the moon. His creation includes the seven heavens, the seven earths, and everything they contain and whatever is between them. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah the Most High. From his signs are the night and the day, the sun and the moon. Prostrate yourselves not to the sun, not to the moon. Rather, prostrate yourselves to Allah who created them. If you truly seek to worship him. Quran chapter 41 verse 37. Question 6. 
where is Allah? Answer, he is above the heavens upon the arsh, the throne. Question seven, what is the evidence from the Quran that Allah is above the heavens upon the arsh, the throne? Answer, the evidence for this is the saying of Allah the Most High, or, or do you feel, or do you feel secure that he who is above heaven would not send against you a storm of stones? Then you would know how severe was my warning. Quran chapter 67 verse 17. The evidence that he is above the throne is the saying of Allah the Most High, the most merciful ascended stawa above the throne. The most merciful ascended above the throne. Quran chapter 20 verse 5. The existence, just footnote here, the existence of seven earths are affirmed in the Quran in the saying of Allah, it is Allah who has created seven heavens and of the earth the like thereof, i.e. seven. Quran chapter 65 verse 12. Another footnote, the meaning of this ayah is differed upon, is differed upon. It either refers, it either refers to the seven layers of the earth or the existence of six other earths similar to ours. You may refer to the Tafsir al-Tabari for further information. The word istawa has been mentioned in the Quran in seven different places. Question 8. What is the meaning of istawa? Answer. It means to rise, ascend, and to become settled. Arise. Sorry. It means to rise, ascend, and to become settled. Question 9. Why did Allah create jinn and mankind? Answer. He created them to worship him and no other deity besides him. Question 10. What is the evidence from the Quran that Allah created them to worship him? Answer. The evidence is the saying of Allah, the Most High. I did not create jinn nor mankind except to worship me alone. Quran chapter 51 verse 56. Question 11. What is the meaning of worship me in the above verse or ayah? Answer. Its meaning is to worship him alone upon Tawheed because ibadah worship necessitates Tawheed. Believing in the oneness of Allah. Monotheism. Question 12. What is the meaning of ibadah? Answer, it is a comprehensive term for every action and statement which Allah loves and is pleased with, hidden or apparent. Question 13, what is the meaning of the testification, the testimony? La ilaha illallah. Answer, it means there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah.
Question, question 14. What does the testification Muhammad Rasulullah mean and necessitate? Answer, it means Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May peace and the blessings of Allah be upon him. Is the final messenger of Allah. It necessitates obeying him in what he ordered, affirming whatever he informed of, avoiding whatever he forbade, and worshipping Allah in the manner he did. Again, what is, let us go to question 13. What is the meaning of the testification, La ilaha illallah? 13, the answer, it means there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah. Question 14, what does the testification Muhammad Rasulullah mean and what does it necessitate? 14, the answer, it means Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, is the final messenger of Allah. It necessitates obeying him in what he ordered, affirming whatever he informed of, avoiding whatever he forbade, and worshipping Allah in the manner he did. Question 15. What is the greatest obligation Allah has legislated? Answer. The greatest obligation which Allah ordered is Tawheed to worship him alone. He is the Most High. He said, Verily we sent to every nation a messenger, proclaiming, Worship Allah alone and keep away from false deities. Quran chapter 16 verse 36. Question 16. What are the different categories of Tawheed? Answer. There are three categories. Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah, and Tawheed al-Asma wa-Sifat. Question, what is the definition of Tawheed al-Rububiyyah? Answer, it is the single, it is to single out Allah, it is to single out Allah in His unique actions of Lordship, such as the action of creating, sustaining, sending rain, etc. Again, the question, what is the definition of Tawheed al-Rububiyyah? The answer, it is to single out Allah and His unique actions of Lordship, such as the action of creating, sustaining, sending rain, etc. Question 18, what is the definition of Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah? Answer, it is to single out Allah in our actions of Ibadah, which he has legislated, such as dua, supplicating, dhabh, uh, slaughtering, sujood, prostrating, etc. Question 19. What is the definition of Tawheed? Al-Asma was-Sifat. Answer. It is to single out Allah in every name and attribute which is unique to him. Allah the Most High said, There is nothing like him, and he is the all-hearing, the all-seeing. Quran chapter 42 verse 11. Question. 
or question number 20 mention some types of ibadah answer there are many types of ibadah examples include dua supplicating to allah istighatha seeking rescue from allah during a calamity istiana requesting help aid and support slaughtering an animal by the name of Allah, another taking an oath or a vow by the name of Allah, khawf, absolute fear, raja, absolute hope, tawakkul, true dependence and reliance upon Allah, mahabba, absolute love, khashya, fear and humility in the front uh, fear and humility in front of Allah based upon knowledge, raghba, desire, rahba, dread, ruku' bowing, sujood, prostrating, khushur, reverence and humility, tadallul, subservience and humbleness, tilawa, the recitation of the Quran. Question 21. Or question number 21, what is the most severe sin which Allah has forbidden? Answer, it is shirk, associating partners with Allah in worship. He, Allah, the Most High, said, Verily Allah does not forgive for partners to be set up with him, but he forgives less than that for whom he wills. Quran chapter 4 verse 48 Question number 22 What are the two categories of shirk? Answer The two types of shirks The two types of shirk are 1. Shirk Akbar Major shirk Anything which Allah or His Messenger termed shirk it it exits it exits a person from Islam. Examples include worshipping idols, supplicating to the dead, and prostrating in front of creation. Type number two, shirk asghar, minor shirk. Anything which Allah or His Messenger termed shirk, but it does not exit a person from Islam. Examples include taking an oath, by other than Allah, Riya showing off, saying what Allah wills and you will, etc. It is considered to be minor shirk because it is an avenue to major shirk. Question number 23. When did shirk first occur? Answer. It first occurred amongst the people of Prophet Nuh, alayhi salam, peace be upon him. Question 24. What caused shirk amongst the people of Nuh? Answer. They exaggerated in venerating the righteous people and exceeded the limits with regards to them. Footnotes. The first instance of shirk was amongst the people of Nuh peace be upon him, alayhi salam. Allah the Most High said, they said, do not abandon your idols. Do not abandon what suwa yaguth, 
do not abandon what Sua Yaruth yeah uh, this is ch- uh, verse 71 uh, sorry chapter 71 verse 23 Ibn Abbas commented on this ayah indeed these five idols were the names of righteous men from the nation of Nuh when they died shaitan whispered to their people to make statues of them to honor of them and to place these statues in their places of gathering as a reminder of them. So they did this. However, none from among them worshipped these statues until when that generation passed away and the purpose of the statues was forgotten, the next generation then began worshipping them. Al-Bukhari. Question 25. What is meant by exaggerating the status of the righteous people? Answer. They exaggerated in appraising them and gave them a status above what they deserved, such that they began directing acts of worship to them. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah the Most High, O people of the book, do not go to extremes regarding your faith. Quran chapter 4 verse 171. The Prophet وسلم, may peace and a blessing of Allah be upon him, also said, do not exaggerate in praising me as the Christians praise the son of Maryam, for I am only a worshipper. So, Say the worshipper of Allah and his messenger. This is found in Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Question 26. What is the ruling of of supplicating to the deceased? What is the ruling of supplicating to the deceased? Answer. Supplicating or requesting something from a deceased person is shirk. Supplicating or requesting a living person to fulfill a need which only Allah has the ability to do so, is also shirk. It is major shirk which removes a person from the fold of Islam. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah, whoever invokes another deity besides Allah for which he has no evidence, his account is only with his Lord. Indeed, the disbelievers will not succeed. Quran chapter 23 verse 117. Question 27. Does supplicating to Allah require a person who intercedes? Answer. There is no need for a person to intercede on behalf of another in order for the supplication to be answered. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah the Most High. And when my worshippers ask you concerning me, then answer them, I am indeed near. And when my worshippers ask you concerning me, then answer them, I am indeed near. I respond to the invocations of the supplicant when he calls on me. Quran chapter 2 verse 186. Question number 28. Can the deceased respond to supplications? 
Answer, they do not respond to supplications or requests. The evidence is the saying of Allah the Most High. If you call them, they cannot hear you. Even if they could hear, they could not answer you. On the day of resurrection, they will reject your worshipping them. Quran chapter 35 verse 14. Question 29. In whose name do we slaughter and pray? Answer. To Allah alone and none other besides Him. Allah the Most High said, Therefore turn in a prayer to your Lord and slaughter in His name alone. Quran chapter 108 verse 2. Question number 30. What is the ruling of slaughtering and prostrating to other than Allah? Answer. It is major shirk which, ex- which exits a person from the fold of Islam. Allah said, Say verily my prayers, my slaughtering, my living and my dying are for Allah, the Lord of creation. He has no partner. And this is what I have been commanded with. And I am the first of the Muslim. And I am the first of the Muslims. Quran chapter 6 verses 162-163. Question 31. What is the ruling of taking an oath by other than Allah? For example, taking an oath by the name of the Prophet or by one's honesty or honor, etc. Answer, the ruling of this is minor shirk. The Prophet may peace and blessing for Allah be upon him said, whoever is going to take an oath, let him take it by Allah or remain silent. This is found in Al-Bukhari. Question 32. What is the obligation upon the Muslim with regards to the names of Allah and his attributes? Answer. To affirm every name and attribute which Allah has affirmed for himself or his messenger affirmed affirmed for him. And to negate every name and attribute which Allah has negated from himself his messenger has negated from him and his messenger negated from him. His attributes are affirmed without falling into the following mistakes. One, tahrif, altering the wording or the meaning of the ayah, the verse. Two, ta'dil, negating the attribute. Three, takif, to question the reality of an attribute of Allah. Tamthil, this is number four, likening the attributes of Allah to creation. So tahrif, ta'atil, takif, tamthil. So his attributes are affirmed without falling into the following mistakes. Tahrif, altering the wording or the meaning of the ayah. This is number one. Two, ta'atil, negating the attribute. Three, takif to question the reality of an attribute of Allah. Four, tamthil, likening the attributes of Allah to creation. Question number 33, what is the evidence from the Quran that the attributes of Allah do not resemble our attributes? Answer, Allah the Most High said there is nothing like him and he is the all-hearing the all-seeing, 
Quran chapter 42 verse 11. Question number 34. What is your religion? Answer, my religion is Islam. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah. Truly, the religion with Allah is Islam. Quran chapter 3 verse 19. Question number 35. Does Allah accept any religion other than Islam after the sending of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? May peace and a blessing of Allah be upon him. Answer. After the sending of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa may peace and blessing be upon him, Allah does not accept any other religion except the religion of Islam. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah the Most High and whoever seeks a religion other than Islam, it will not be accepted from him. It will not be accepted from him, from him and he will be from the losers. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah, the Most High, and whoever seeks a religion other than Islam, it will not be accepted from him, and he will be from the losers. Quran chapter 3 verse 85. Question 36. What is the definition of Islam? Answer. Islam is complete submission to Allah upon Tawheed, compliance to him through obedience, and freeing one's self from shirk and its people. Again, Islam is complete submission to Allah upon Tawheed, compliance to Him through obedience, and freeing one's self from shirk and its people. Question 37. What are the pillars of Islam? Answer, the pillars of Islam are five. One, Shahada, the testimony or testification, to bear witness, there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah, and Muhammad is his worshiper and messenger. Two, salah, prayer, establishing the obligatory prayers. Three, zakah, alms to the poor, obligatory alms to the poor. Four, psalm, fasting, the month of Ramadan. Five, Hajj pilgrimage to perform pilgrimage to the uh, uh, to the Kaaba or to Mecca. The evidence for this is the Hadith: Islam is to bear witness there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah, and Muhammad is the messenger of Allah to establish salah prayer, give zakah alms, obligatory alms, fast Ramadan, and undertake Hajj to the Kaaba, if you are able to do so. This is found in Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Question 38, what is the definition of Iman? Answer, Iman consists of statements upon the tongue, belief in the heart, and action upon the limbs. Iman increases with obedience to Allah and decreases with disobedience to Him. Iman, which is faith, consists of statements upon the tongue, belief in the heart, and action upon the limbs. Iman or faith increases with obedience to Allah and decreases with disobedience to Him. Question 39. What are the pillars of Iman? 
Answer, the pillars of Iman are six. One, belief in Allah. Two, his angels. Three, his books. Four, his messengers. Five, the last day. Six, the decree. All good and harm is decreed by Allah. The evidence for this is the famous hadith of Jibreel in which the Prophet ﷺ, may peace and blessing be upon him, said, Iman or faith is to believe in Allah, his angels, his books, his messengers, the last day, and to believe in the decree, the good and harm. Muslim. Question 40. Who are the angels? Answer. The angels are created beings from world of the unseen whom Allah created for his worship. Question 41. What is the ruling of believing in the angels? Answer, it is an obligation. Iman is not accepted if a person does not believe in the angels. Question 42. Who is the most virtuous angel? Answer, the Jibreel, alayhi salam, peace be upon him, is the most virtuous angel. He has been made responsible for bringing revelation to the prophets and messengers. Question 43. What are the divine books? Answer. They are the revelation containing his speech, which Allah revealed to his messengers, such as the Torah, Injil, Zabur, and the Quran. Question 44. What is the ruling of believing in the divine books? Question 44. What is the ruling of believing in the divine books? Answer. It is an obligation to believe in the divine books. Iman is not accepted if a person does not believe in them. Question 45. Which of the divine books is the greatest? Answer. The greatest book is the noble Quran which Allah revealed to Muhammad May, ple- may peace and a blessing of Allah be upon him. It abrogated all the divine books which preceded it, so it is not permitted to worship Allah except by the teachings of the Quran. Allah the Most High said, We have revealed to you, O, o Prophet, we have revealed to you, O Prophet, this book with the truth as a confirmation of previous scriptures and a supreme authority over them. Quran chapter 5 verse 48 Question 46 What is the last day? Answer It is the day of resurrection in which mankind will be resurrected to be held accountable and recompensed for their deeds. Question 47 What is the ruling of believing in the last day? Answer It is an obligation to believe in the last day. Iman or faith is not accepted if a person does not believe in it. Question, what is the meaning of believing in Al-Qadr, decree or destiny? Answer, Al-Qadr is the decree of Allah for creation. Everything occurs according to what he has decreed based on his knowledge and wisdom. Question, what is ruling of believing in Al-Qadr? Or what is the ruling of believing in Al-Qadr? 
Answer, it is an obligation to believe in the decree of Allah. Iman or faith is not accepted if a person does not believe in it. Question, what is Ihsan? Answer, it is to worship Allah as though you see him. And if you cannot do so, it is to worship him knowing he sees you. It is to worship Allah as though you see him. And if you cannot do so, it is to worship him knowing he sees you. Question 51. What is the definition of riya showing off? Answer, riya is to perform an act of worship for it to be seen by others and the individual performing it to be praised. Question 52. What is the ruling of riya? Answer, riya is haram, prohibited, and it is minor shirk. The evidence for this is the saying of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may peace and the blessing of Allah be upon him. The thing that I fear most for you is minor shirk. When asked what it was, he replied, riya or showing off. Ahmed authenticated by Al-Albani. Question. Who is your prophet? Answer, my prophet is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the son of Abdullah, the son of Abdul Muttalib, the son of Hashim. Hashim was from the tribe of Quraysh. Quraysh was from Kinana, and Kinana are from the Arabs. The Arabs are the progeny of Ismail, Ishmael, who was the son of Prophet Ibrahim, may peace be upon them all. Question, <clears throat> what is the sign of his prophethood, meaning of Muhammad prophethood? Answer, the greatest sign of his prophethood is the Noble Quran. It is the speech of Allah containing guidance, cure and enlightenment. Allah the Most High said, Say, if mankind and the jinn gathered in order to produce the like of this Qur'an, they could not produce the like of it, even if they were to each other assistant. Qur'an chapter 17 verse 88. Footnote. The meaning of worshipping Allah as though you see him is that you worship Allah based on your hope, love, and desire for his reward. The meaning of knowing that he sees you is to worship Allah based on your fear of his punishment. <coughs> Question 55. What are the greatest rights that the Prophet وسلم, has upon us? Answer. His rights upon us include 1. Sincerely believing in his message 2. Knowing that Allah sent him to all jinn and mankind 3. Abiding by his guidance and staying away from his prohibitions 4. Loving him more than one's own family, children and others 5. <coughs> respecting and venerating him 6. Obeying him taking him as our role model and respecting his sunnah. Seven, 
not exaggerating or going to extremes with regards to him. Number four here, you can say loving him more than self, uh, more than self, more than one's own family, children, and others. So I've added the word self here. Question 56. What is sihr, magic? Answer, sihr is magic and witchcraft, i.e. actions of an evil nature which impact people's emotions and bodies. Sometimes the effects are an illusion due to which a person is deluded and confused. Such actions emanate from Satan, shaitan. Question 57. What is kihana? Answer, kihana refers to a person claiming to possess knowledge of unseen, of unseen matters by utilizing jinn. Kihana refers to a person claiming to possess knowledge of unseen matters by utilizing jinn, spirits. Footnote, the word kihana is often translated as fortune-telling. The kahin is therefore a fortune-teller if he utilizes jinn. <coughs> Question, who is the araf? Answer, this is a person who claims knowledge of the unseen, utilizing supernatural intuition to locate stolen or missing objects. It is said this term also refers to a fortune teller, astrologer, geomancer, and their likes who speak about affairs of the unseen utilizing jinn or spirits. The Araf performs actions such as interpreting stars and constellations, palm reading, cup reading such as taruts, utilizing such actions to predict the future. Question or question number 59. What is the ruling of going to see a fortune teller or any other person who claims knowledge of the unseen? Answer, it is forbidden to go to a magician or a fortune teller. The Prophet وسلم, may peace and the blessing of Allah be upon him, said, whoever approaches a fortune teller and questions him regarding something, his prayer is not accepted for 40 nights. This is found in Muslim. The Prophet وسلم, may peace and the blessing of Allah be upon him, also said, whoever approaches a soothsayer or a fortune teller, and believes in what he says, has disbelieved in what was revealed to Muhammad This is found in Ahmed and Abu Dawood. Question 60. What is the ruling of delving into magic and learning it? Answer, every type of magic is prohibited. It is kufr, disbelief. This includes learning and teaching it. No type of magic is permitted in Islam. Allah the Most High said it was not Sulaiman who disbelieved, but the Shaytan, Satan, disbelieved teaching people magic. Quran chapter 2 verse 102. Footnote. The word Araf is often translated as diviner or uh, clairvoyant. 
diviner or clairvoyant, i.e. people who claim to possess supernatural skills and intuition by which they are able to help people discover lost items or, uh, or prophesize future events. Question 61. What is the ruling of checking horoscopes and zodiac signs and believing in them? Answer, such actions are from the traits of the people of pre-Islamic ignorance and similar to the above ruling of believing a fortune teller or an astrologist. The similarity between them all is that they claim knowledge of the unseen. <coughs> Again, such actions are from the traits of the people of pre-Islamic ignorance and similar to above to the above ruling of believing a fortune teller or an astrologist. This, <coughs> the similarity between them all is that they claim knowledge of the unseen. <coughs> the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him said, whoever learns about the stars, i.e. astrology, learns a branch of magic. The more that is learnt of the former, the more is learned of the latter, Abu Dawood. Question 62, what is the definition of uh, tamaim? Answer, the word tamaim is the plural of tamima. It refers to amulets. It refers to amulets made of beads, bones, writing, belts, strings, clothes, etc. They are often hung around the neck, wrist or other limbs upon children in houses or in cars. People hang them believing they remove harm, evil or bad luck. Question 63, what is the ruling of using such amulets? Answer, it is prohibited as it is minor shirk. However, it can also be major shirk if a person believes the amulet in itself brings benefit or prevents harm. The evidence for this is the saying of the Prophet Muhammad may peace and blessing be upon him. He says, whoever hangs an amulet has committed shirk. This is found in Ahmad, authenticated by Al-Albani. Question. Or question number 64, which type of ruqya is Islamically permitted and what is its ruling? Answer, ruqya in Islam is to recite the Quran or supplications upon a person who is ill and then lightly blow on the area of pain. Ruqya is permitted due to the saying of the Prophet ﷺ, there is nothing wrong with ruqya as long as it does not contain shirk. This is found in Muslim. Footnote, in some countries they are known as uh, uh, tuwada, which has the same meaning, amulets hung around the, uh, the, the neck or other objects to bring good or remove harm, tuwada. However, <coughs> Let's go to the Ruqya now. However, there are certain conditions which have to be fulfilled. 
for the ruqya to be permitted. One, the ruqya incantation must not entail shirk, associating partners with Allah or ascribing partners with Allah. Two, if the recitation of the ruqya is from the Quran or a prophetic dua supplication, it must be said in Arabic. Personal supplications, however, are permitted in any language. Three, the person reciting it or the one upon whom it is recited must know it is Allah who brings benefit or repels harm. <coughs> the person reciting it or the one upon whom it is recited must know it is Allah who brings harm, sorry, who brings benefit. It is Allah who brings benefit or repels harm. And the ruqya incantation is merely a cause for this. Question, what is the meaning of tiyara? Answer, question number 65. This is question 65. What is the meaning of tiyara? Answer, or the answer, tiyara is a generic term referring to being optimistic or pessimistic due to the movement of birds, i.e. considering them to be a good or bad omen. Question number 66, what is the ruling of tiyara? The answer, it is prohibited, it is minor shirk, however it can also be major shirk if a person believes that the birds bring benefit or harm independent of Allah. The evidence for this is the saying of the Prophet ﷺ, may peace and a blessing be upon him, when he said, Tira is shirk. This is found in Ahmed and Abu Dawood. Question number 67. Is Tira restricted to seeing omens and birds only? Answer, or the answer, it is not restricted to birds. Other examples of Tira include seeing uh, omens in specific days or months, different types of animals or even different types of people such as seeing a bad omen due to the passing of a blind person or one who is deceased. <clears throat> is Tira restricted? Again, is Tira restricted to seeing omens and birds only? This is question number 67, as I said. Answer, it is not restricted to birds. It is not restricted to birds. Other examples of tira include seeing omens in specific days or months, different types of animals, or even different types of people, such as seeing a bad omen due to the passing of a blind person or one who is deceased, uh, who is deceased, etc. Question 68, what is the meaning of uh, Al-Istiqbal An-Nawa? Al-Istisqa, uh, sorry, what is the meaning of Al-Istisqa Bin-Nawa? What is the meaning of Al-Istisqa Bin-Nawa? The answer, it refers to seeing rain through stars and ascribing the descending of rain.
Again, I will repeat this. What is the meaning of al-istisqa bil-nawa? This is the question number 68. The answer, it refers to seeking rain through stars and ascribing the descending of rain to particular stars. Question number 69. What is the ruling of seeking rain through stars or ascribing it to stars? The answer, this is 69. The ruling of this action is that it is either minor shirk or major shirk. One, it is major shirk if a person believes that the stars are an independent cause for rain to descend. Two, it is minor shirk if a person believes it is Allah who causes rain to descend. However, he does this through the stars or that the stars are a cause for rain descending. This is minor shirk because a person considers the stars to be a cause for rain descending, whereas in reality Allah did not make them a cause for this. It is also minor shirk due to attributing the blessing of rain to the stars as opposed to Allah. Question 70. What is the evidence that seeking rain through stars is prohibited? What is the evidence that seeking rain through stars is prohibited? Answer the evidence for this is the saying of the Prophet May peace and a blessing be upon him. Allah said, whoever said rain descended due to the kindness of Allah and his mercy is a believer in me and a disbeliever of the stars. And whoever said rain descended upon us due to a particular star, he is a disbeliever in me and a believer in stars. Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Question 71. What is the ruling of building uh, places of worship over graves? What is the ruling of building places of worship over graves? Answer, it is forbidden and an avenue to shirk ascribing partners to Allah. The Messenger of Allah said, May Allah curse the Jews and Christians. They took the graves of their prophets to be places of worship. Al-Bukhari. Question 72. What is the meaning of tabarruk? Answer, tabarruk is to seek barakah, i.e. seeking continuous blessings and goodness from something. Question 73. What are the different types of tabarruk? Answer, tabarruk is two types. One, legislated tabarruk. This is permitted. It is seeking barakah in a manner legislated by the Qur'an and Sunnah. Two, prohibited tabarruk. This is forbidden, for which there is no evidence. Question 74, what are the legislated forms of tabarruk? Answer, there are two main forms of legislated tabarruk. One, seeking tabarruk through physical matters such as drinking, zamzam, water. Two, seeking tabarruk through righteous actions such as salah, dua, supplications, sadaqah, charity, etc. Question 75. What are the prohibited types of tabarruk? Answer. There are two types of prohibited tabarruk. One, any type which the sharia, the Islamic law has forbidden such as seeking blessings 
through idols to any type of tabarruk which has no real effect such as seeking blessings by touching righteous people their clothing saliva or seeking blessings through touching trees or stones etc question 76 what are the different types of tawassul seeking worldly intercession tawassul seeking worldly intercession when making dua what are the different types of tawassul seeking worldly intercession when making dua answer there are two types of tawassul during dua or tawakkul sorry there are two types of tawassul during dua during supplication one permitted legislated tawassul this is any type of tawassul which is legislated by the quran or this or the sunnah two prohibited tawassul this is any form of tawassul which is not legislated by the quran nor the sunnah or has been forbidden uh, in either one of them question 77 what are the different forms of permitted tawassul when making dua when making supplications answer there are three main forms of tawassul during dua or supplications one tawassul by mentioning the beautiful names of allah or his attributes such as Ya Rahman, bestow mercy upon me. Two, tawassul by mentioning a righteous action. An example of this is the ayah, Our Lord, we have believed, so forgive our sins and protect us from the torment of the fire. Quran chapter 3 verse 16. Three, tawassul by requesting a righteous person to supplicate for you. The person must be alive and present. An example of this is when the companion Ukasha, radiyallahu anhu, may Allah be pleased with him, requested from the Prophet Muhammad to supplicate that he, Ukasha, be amongst the 70,000 people who enter paradise without accountability. Ukasha said, O Messenger of Allah, supplicate for me that Allah makes me from them. The Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may peace and a blessing be upon him, replied, You are from them, al-Bukhari and Muslim. Question 78, what are the different forms of tawassul in dua or supplication which are prohibited? Answer, there are two forms of prohibited tawassul which occur in supplication or dua. One, shirk. This is tawassul which entails shirk because the person is directing worship to other than Allah. Examples including seeking help and rescue from the righteous, invoking them, saying, Your help, O Messenger of Allah, or your help, O Jilani, etc. This is shirk. Two, bid'ah. This is any type of tawassal which is performed in a manner that is not validated, that is not validated by the Quran or Sunnah. Tawassal is ibadah, worship. Therefore, it is not permitted to worship Allah without an evidence. Examples include supplicating to Allah, by the right of the righteous or the status of the righteous, etc. Question 79. What is shafa'a which will occur on the day of resurrection? Which will occur on the day of resurrection? Uh, Answer. It is intercession with Allah on behalf of another person 
to either bring some benefit or repel some harm. Question 80. Is it permitted to seek intercession from the deceased? Answer. It is not sought from the deceased because allowing and accepting shafa'ah is the sole right of Allah. He said, say to Allah, belongs the right to allow intercession entirely. Quran chapter 39 verse 44. Question 81. What are the conditions for shafa'ah intercession to be accepted? Answer, there are two conditions. One, permission granted by Allah for a person to intercede. Allah said, who can intercede with him except with his permission? Quran chapter 2, verse 255. Two, Allah being pleased with the person on whose behalf intercession is being made, Allah the Most High said, they cannot intercede for a person except for the one whom Allah is pleased with. Quran chapter 21 verse 28. Question 82. Who are the people deserving of shafa'ah on the day of resurrection? Answer. Only the people of Tawheed, monotheism, will attain shafa'ah intercession on the day of resurrection. The evidence for this is the saying of the Prophet ﷺ, may peace and a blessing of Allah be upon him. The person most deserving of my shafa'a, my intercession on the day of resurrection, will be the one who said, La ilaha illallah, sincerely from the heart. The one who said, there is no God worthy of worship except Allah, sincerely from the heart. Al-Bukhari. Question 83. <coughs> What is the ruling of a person who marks Allah, his book, his religion, or his messenger? Answer, any person who marks anything relating to, other, to the above is judged to be a disbeliever, a kafir. What is the ruling of a person who marks Allah, his book, his religion, or his messenger? This is question number 83. The answer, any person who marks anything relating to the above is judged to be a kafir, a disbeliever. Allah the Most High said, Say, is it Allah, his ayat, verses, and his messenger that you were marking? Make no excuse. You have disbelieved, i.e. rejected faith after you believe, after your belief, sorry, after your belief. Question 84. What is the meaning of al-wala wal-bara? Answer, al-wala is loving, supporting, and having loyalty to Allah. Loving, supporting, and having loyalty to Allah, His Messenger, and the Muslims. Al-wala is loving, supporting, and loving, sorry. Al-wala is loving, supporting, and having loyalty to Allah, His Messenger, and the Muslims. It is, it's evidence its evidence is the saying of Allah the Most High, your ally is done but Allah, his messenger, and those who have believed, those who establish salah and give zakah, and they bow in worship. And whoever is an ally of Allah, his messenger, and those who have believed indeed the party of Allah, they will be the predominant. Quran chapter 5 verses 55 and 56. Al-Bara is hating disbelief. 
kufr and disliking its people because of that, as well as opposing them in their actions of disbelief, kufr. Its evidence is the saying of Allah the Most High, there has already been for you an excellent role model in Prophet Ibrahim and those with him. When they say to their people, indeed we are disassociated from you and from whatever you worship other than Allah. We have denied you and there has appeared between us and you animosity and hatred forever until you believe in Allah alone. Quran chapter 60 verse 4. Question 85. What is the ruling of congratulating non-Muslims on their festivals? Answer, Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen, may Allah have mercy on on his soul, Yarhamuhullah said, to congratulate non-Muslims regarding Christmas or other religious festivals is unanimously forbidden. As Ibn Al-Qayyim said in his book, Ahkam Ahl al-Dhimmah in Fatawa, this is found in Fatawa Ibn Uthaymeen. Uh, volume 3, page 44. Question, or question 86. What the definition of a bid'ah? Or what is the definition of a bid'ah? Answer, it is to perform an act of worship which the Messenger of Allah and his companions did not do so or in a manner they did not do so. Footnote, A bid'ah is any belief, statement, or action which is performed as a means of seeking closeness to Allah or is ascribed to Islam and it was not performed by the Prophet and his companions. Examples include celebrating Mawlid al-Nabi, the birthday of the Prophet, which uh, which is bid'ah, congregational Dua, supplication after the prayers, recitation of the Qur'an in the graveyards, recitation of dhikr or remembrance in unison, fasting the night of al-Isra wal-Mi'raj. All of these are types of bid'ah. Question, what is the ruling of bid'ah in the religion? Answer, every bid'ah. Question 87, what is the ruling of bid'ah in the religion? Answer, every bid'ah introduced into Islam is prohibited and it is from the most severe sins. The Messenger of Allah said, may peace and a blessing be upon him, the best speech is the book of Allah and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. may peace and a blessing of Allah be upon him. The most evil affair is what people have innovated into Islam. Every bid'ah is misguidance. This is found in Muslim. Question number 88. Does the concept of bid'ah hasana, good bid'ah, exist? Answer, this concept does not exist in Islam. The Prophet May peace and the bliss of Allah be upon him said, every bid'ah is misguidance. This is found in Muslim. Question 89. What is the correct stance with regards to the people of bid'ah? Answer, 
the obligation is to be the obligation is to be aware of the people of bid'ah to warn against them to not sit with them nor read their books ibn abbas radiyallahu anhu may allah be pleased with him said do not sit with the people of desires because sitting with them sicken hearts sicken hearts al 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 ibana volume 2 page 438 al baqa we said the sahaba the companions of prophet muhammad the tabi'un their followers and those who followed them from amongst the scholars of sunnah collectively agreed on showing animosity to the people of bid'ah and abandoning them this is in sharh as-sunnah volume 1 page 127 question 90 what is the ruling of abandoning salah the obligatory prayers answer abandoning salah or a prayer is disbelief kufr due to the hadith of jabir may allah be pleased with him radiyallahu an and who said jabir said the messenger of allah said between a person and between shirk and kufr disbelief is the abandonment of salah prayer muslim footnote the people of bid'ah i.e the people who introduce bid'ah or act upon them and those who spread doubts of misguidance amongst the people they are also known as ahlul ahwa the people of desires question 91 what is the ruling of unjust takfir answer it is prohibited and it is from the worst sins the messenger of allah said if a man says to his muslim brother O kafir, O disbeliever, one of them will certainly deserve it. Either it is as he said, or it returns back unto him. Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Question 92. What is the obligation upon a Muslim towards as-sahaba of the Prophet, the companions of the Prophet? Answer, the obligation is to love them, to accept that they are the best people after the Prophets, to control all to control our speech to control our speech regarding them such that they are only mentioned in goodness insulting anyone amongst them is prohibited the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam may peace and blessing be upon him said do not insult my sahaba my companions i swear by the one in whose hand is my soul if one of you were to spend the likes of mount uhud in gold it would not it would not reach a small portion of theirs or even half of that al bukhari and muslim question 93 what is the evidence for the virtues of the sahaba answer the evidence for their virtue is the saying of allah the most high in the quran the early muslims among the muhajirin and the ansar and those who followed them with good conduct allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him and he has prepared for them gardens beneath which rivers flow wherein they will abide forever that is a great attain- attainment that is a great attainment 
Quran chapter 9 verse 100. Question 94. Who were the most virtuous Sahaba? Answer, the best and most virtuous of them were the four rightly guided caliphs. One, Abu Bakr Siddiq, may Allah be pleased with him. Two, Umar bin al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him. Three, Uthman bin Affan, may Allah be pleased with him. Four, Ali bin Abi Talib, may Allah be pleased with him. After them, the remaining six of the ten companions given the glad tidings of paradise. May Allah be pleased with them all. Just a footnote here. Takfir is to place a ruling of kufr disbelief upon a Muslim. 11, another, sorry, another footnote. Uh, a sahabi, a sahabi is any person who met the Prophet, believed in him, and died upon that belief. The word companions is widely used when translating sahaba. Question 95. What is meant by the people of authority? Answer, they are the rulers and leaders of the Muslims. Question 96. What is the duty of the Muslims towards their rulers? Answer, to accept their authority and obey them, but not in disobedience to Allah. To accept their authority and obey them, but not in disobedience to Allah. Also to advise them, to advise them sincerely, supplicate for them, to refrain from insulting them publicly on pulpits or privately in gatherings. All this causes further tribulations. Question 96, again I will repeat it. What is the duty of the Muslims towards the rulers? Answer, to accept their authority and obey them, but not in disobedience to Allah. Also to advise them sincerely, supplicate for them, to refrain from insulting them publicly on pulpits or privately in gatherings. All this causes further tribulations. Question Number 97. What is the evidence for this? Answer, the evidence for this is the saying of Allah, the Most High, O you who believe, obey Allah and obey the Messenger and those of you Muslims who are in authority. Quran chapter 4 verse 59. Also the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, may peace and blessed Allah be upon him. The religion is sincere advice when he was asked advice to whom? O Messenger of Allah, he replied to Allah, his book, his messenger, the Muslim rulers, and their common folk. This is found in Muslim. Footnotes. The most virtuous Sahaba were the ten companions who were given the glad tidings of paradise during their lifetime. Although there were other companions who were given a similar promise, However, these ten were the most senior and virtuous, and they were mentioned in a single hadith. They are the four rightly guided caliph mentioned above, and Talha ibn Ubaidillah, Zubair ibn Awam, Abdul Rahman ibn Auf, Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas, Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah, and Sa'id ibn Zayd. This term... Another footnote, this term, the people of authority, referring to the 
Muslim rulers and leaders is found in various evidences such as the ayah and hadith mentioned in question 97. In some instances, the word imam or its plural imma is used to refer to leaders and rulers. Another footnote, sincere advice to Allah is by remembering him, worshipping him upon tawheed, supplicating to him, loving him more than loving self, others, fearing him and calling to his religion. Question 98. How is advice given to Muslim rulers? Answer. A Muslim ruler must be advised in secrecy. This is due to the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. May peace and a blessing of Allah be upon him. When he said, Whoever wishes to advise a ruler, let him not do so openly. Rather, he should take him by his hand and take him into seclusion and advise him. So if he accepts that from him, it is in his favor. And if he does not accept it, at least he fulfilled his duty. This is found in Ahmed and others, authenticated by Al-Albani and Ibn Bas. Question 99. What is the responsibility of a Muslim when there is fitna, tribulation, sedition? Answer, a Muslim should refrain from partaking in fitna and remain within the Muslim community and their leader and seek direction from senior scholars. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah the Most High, and when there comes to them something, i.e. information about public security or fear, they spread it around. But if they had referred it back to the messenger or to those of authority among them, then the ones who can draw uh, correct conclusions from it would have known about it. And if not for the favor of Allah upon you and his mercy, and if not for the favor of Allah upon you and his mercy, you would have followed shaitan, Satan, except for a few. Quran chapter 4 verse 83. I will read this again. Question 99. What is the responsibility of a Muslim when there is fitna, tribulation? Answer. A Muslim should refrain from partaking in fitna and remain within the Muslim community and their leader and seek direction from senior scholars. The evidence for this is the saying of Allah the Most High, and when there comes to them something, i.e. information about public security or fear, they spread it around. But if they had referred it back to the messenger or to those of authority among them, then the ones who can draw correct conclusions from it would have known about it. And if not for the favor of Allah upon you and his mercy, and if it is not for the favor of Allah upon you and his mercy, you would have followed shaitan, or Satan except for a few. Quran chapter 4 verse 83. Question number 100. Who are Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah? Answer, there are those who adhere to the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu May peace and blessing be upon him and his companions 
and those who succeeded them and followed their path in belief, speech, and actions. Footnotes. Sincere advice to his book is by reciting the Quran, learning it, pondering over its meanings, and acting upon it. Another footnote, sincere advice to his messenger is by loving him, defending his honor, following his sunnah, and not committing acts of bid'ah. Another footnote, sincere advice to the Muslim rulers is by accepting their authority, advising them in private and obeying them as long as it does not entail disobedience to Allah, mentioning good about them, supplicating for uh, for them, and not revolting against the rule. Another footnote, sincere advice to the common folk is by advising and caring for each other, concealing private sins, and protecting the honor of the Muslims. Another footnote, tribulations, confusion, trouble, doubts, violence, etc. Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah. That's the end of this very important book. This is Dr. Khalid Ibrahim Adosri from Dammam, Saudi Arabia. Ma'as-salama. Take care, everybody. Salam.